Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, a couple of years ago, one of my products, I was looking to source in the U.S. And like, you know, my minimum is China, in China is like 500 units and it was like 50,000 units yeah. and, and more expensive, you know. So it, um, it becomes very difficult. And even, even just finding suppliers, unless you're, you know, in beauty or supplements or, or something like that, I think it's or, you know, something in the food space uh, that you can get private labeled. I think it's, uh, it's very challenging to, to source uh, from, from the U.S. And bottom line is the labor costs in China. You know, I have glass products and it's cheaper to hand make the glass to pay for the labor than to run the machine um, for electricity and make it make a machine made glass. Um, that's how cheap, you know, the labor is, although their, their labor costs are growing too, but um, it's just so much cheaper to source from China, despite, you know, the quality issues and, you know, communication and everything else. It's uh, to me, that's the least, the easiest uh, barrier to entry is going to source from China. And not to mention mold making. So, you know, I have my, one of my products is made in the USA and um, it's manufactured in Dallas, Texas, but my molds were made in China as are 90% of the molds. Uh, Some are made in Mexico as well, but um, very few. And let me tell you in China, I was able to modify a product and have a new mold made in under 45 days. And that's almost unheard of and go direct to production versus my product here that's manufactured in the US. It took me like four months to get the mold made and then a month to ship it by sea back to my manufacturer here. And then, you know, just a bunch of testing that had to happen, which every mold needs to be tested initially. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's a lot, it's a higher, I have to pay quite a surcharge to order a small amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a quite a larger MOQ before I'm able to get discounts. So it's definitely, and you know, people should not be afraid to visit their factories in China because that is one of the most beautiful things that you can do. That's where your money is saved. That's where you understand that the workers are being taken care of and how they're being taken care of. And that's really where negotiation begins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I think I just encourage people to, to take a factory tour and not be afraid to visit China and, and view their suppliers. And the suppliers are so open to that. They're all about relationships in China and not just kind of like us Americans going straight to business. <laughs> right. Yes. They, they, my, uh, so my partner, Nate, um, just, uh, went, uh, he went to phase one, he has some products there and then he went around with like an agent there that helps him find products. Um, and uh, a few hours later, he ended up in a sauna naked with a supplier from the factory because they took him to the sauna to, and like he had no choice but to go into <laughs> sauna. And that was the relationship building. So you got to do what you got to do to get those uh, better, better prices in China. Well, ours don't usually involve saunas, but that's, that's good. But I mean, we did a factory tour and let me tell you, we started with them around 10 o'clock in the morning. They picked us up and we did tea together, saw the factory. We had an amazing lunch together, saw the, saw the town, came back toward the factory some more, looked at the showrooms and we didn't even talk business until 
4.30 in the afternoon. So it was just, it was just wonderful. I feel like now I actually know them and, you know, I, I know how the workers are treated. I know how the factory operates. And I yeah. feel like, you know, and the, the cool thing too is the stuff you see at Canton is only a quarter of what they have in their repertoire. So you go visit right. that factory and you're like, oh my gosh. So I saw three other brands I could source for at that same factory. It was just incredible. So very cool. Yeah. <laughs> but <agree>. no sauna. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Liron, um, I know you have to jet here pretty quick. So um, real quick, in any, like, what, what are your favorite, like, where are you learning from right now? Like podcasts, uh, books, like any, anything that you're really like, Cause I know like for me, like right now, like I, you know, I've got a couple of things that I'm like super down in like uh, marketing schools, like one of my favorite podcasts, uh, mm-hmm. the Neil Patel, like what, like anything you're like super into right now that you like are kind of uh, feel like it's kind of leading, leading the edge. Uh, uh, it's a good question. I mean, as far as podcasts, um, you know, I like, uh, I like the seller sessions podcast, Danny uh, McMillan. I think he does uh, a really, really good job. I kind of, you know, look, look at all them and find the episodes that I like, but I really like seller, seller sessions, uh, podcast. Um, you know, I'm kind of glean into every single Facebook group and, um, see, you know, what I can pick up. There's misinformation and, and information. Um, but, um, right now that's kind of where it is and, and mostly networking, um, really just like going to events and talking to sellers, um, and connecting with sellers is really where, uh, I'm, I'm learning, uh, you know, the most, I think there's, there's always new, new strategies to, to learn. I'm in some WeChat groups, um, that, you know, I pick up some stuff from, um, but really mostly it's, um, at this point, it's mostly like networking with sellers, um, follow the data is another, another good podcast, Casey's podcast. Um, and yeah, really just, just talking to sellers. Cool. All right. Um, last but not least, uh, you know, tell people where they can find you. I know you've got your own podcast as well. Like what, what uh, anything else you want to mention, please, please feel free yep. to do that. Uh, thanks. So, uh, yeah, so we have, uh, the Amazon seller podcast. We also have a Facebook group called, uh, amazing freedom. Um, you can find me on, on Facebook. Um, I post a lot of Amazon related stuff on my wall. Um, so those are the best places to, um, to connect with us. We have uh, a bunch of services also for, uh, for sellers, uh, also. Cool. All right, Amy, anything else you, you want to, you want to ask, uh, Liron before we, we kick him out to go, uh, pick up his daughter? No, thank you so much, Liron. It was, I hope to meet you next time I go to Canton. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. October. <laughs> and maybe before that, but yes. thanks so much for coming on the show. It's awesome. Great. Thank you. I'll be at SellerCon too. So if anyone will be there, I'm there, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, drink some beers, even though you're doing keto like me now. So yeah, we'll, we'll, ultra. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, or no, so uh, I'll, I'll talk to you about that. I've got some I've got some uh, drink hacks. But while we're there, uh, we'll we'll do some keto drinks. All right, sounds good. No beer for you guys. <laughs> no, but you know, there's other stuff in Vegas. Yeah, I'm saying right. <laughs> vodka has no carbs, right? right? <laughs> exactly. All right, thanks for having All me right. on. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. I'm going to stay on here a little bit uh, longer. So we went, we went kind of quick today. Um, but, um, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of follow up on, on some of the stuff we talked about. Um, I did, um, a kind of a quick live about this, um, recently, but, uh, yeah. So I just want to go over quickly, uh, where I see like right now, where, what you should be doing in terms of reviews and also launches. Cause a lot of people are getting, um, you know, a lot of different information from that. People are seeing, you know, sellers getting banned, things like that. So and with the caveat, of course, 
that stuff changes very quickly. So, um, you know, always do your research, but I'm just going to tell you kind of what I think right now, like what you should be doing and, and kind of how you should be, uh, you know, doing these various things. So launches, um, you know, I've been saying this for a really long time, but now I'm more right. So it makes me happy <laughs> when you're doing a launch now. Um, you know, the whole promotion side of things has been uh, less effective for a while now. Uh, what we're doing now a lot more of is, uh, you know, doing the, the launches that I've talked about in the past where you're, you're, you know, hitting it from all ends, doing a sales blitz. So, um, you know, for a new launch now, you're going to want to do, um, you know, discount codes. Um, like Leron was saying though, you know, 60, 65%, you want to go up into the super high levels now. Cause it looks like Amazon is starting to crack down on those, um, high discounts, even though to me, my argument with that is like, well, why are they still letting you do 99% off coupons in the UI, you know, on this on seller central, if they don't want you to do it. I think you probably would be okay with doing it as long as you're not doing a super high amount. But if you're afraid of, of, you know, getting caught up in some, some sting from Amazon, you know, keep it 60, 65%, something like that. But you want to, you want to keep doing what Amy and I've been talking about for months now is, you know, diversified. So you want to do PVC with those promotions at the same time. And then you also want to do the offsite traffic. Very few sellers are utilizing the offsite traffic to rank and to launch. And I think that's, uh, you know, something that's, really, um, you know, something that you can utilize that a lot of other sellers are not utilizing that you're really going to get, you know, some, some great results with, especially now that, um, those, um, you know, those other ways of doing things are kind of going away. So, uh, definitely something to think about on the review side. Uh, we, we touched on this, but I would say definitely the, the product insert is the safest way to go right now. Um, you know, and also I think, you know, gives the end user the best, um, experience, um, you also want to look at the early reviewer program. Uh, you know, that's still in effect. And a lot of people say that doesn't work. Um, the reason that doesn't work is, is because it's a volume based game. So, you know, just like anything, Amazon takes the, the up email away from some of these services that used to, you know, handle it, um, that you, you know, that you'd pay for and, you know, gets, uh, you know, takes over and gets you those, uh, first three reviews. It's not cheap. I think it's like 65 bucks. And, um, because, uh, they're doing it, you know, in the way that Amazon does it, it's not as salesy. It's kind of, you know, a little bit different. So it might take a little bit longer, but it's a volume game. So get, you know, aggressive with your PPC and things like that, uh, when you launch so that you have that volume and that volume will then turn into reviews. Um, so definitely something, um, you know, something else you really want to, to, to think about. So, um, those are just kind of, you know, it, it's a quick overview. I'm not going to go super deep into exactly um, all those topics, cause we've talked about them before. Um, but in regards to the, the, you know, the recent changes and, and stuff that's going on, I definitely would stick to kind of both of those ways of doing things when it comes to, uh, launching and getting reviews, which, you know, a lot of people seem to have, um, have, you know, have a lot of issues with. All right. If you guys have any questions, go ahead and drop those, um, below. Um, and if not, uh, Amy's going to go get her, uh, instant pot ready. I think. No, Rashid is cooking tonight. Oh, no way. He's probably getting used to it, right? Now that, now that you abandoned him for so long? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I think I'm just still so jet lagged and out of it. But <laughs> but yeah. Makes sense. But hey, I just want to just want to note real quick the the some of the people that we have in our that are in our audience have been here like every week. Like I see Wendy here. Uh, Douglas, Harsha, Andy. I mean, there are so many folks that thank you guys for yeah. being here every episode. It's awesome. Yeah, Just absolutely. We really appreciate it. And we love, you know, we love this live 
format and we love that you guys come and join us every week. Yeah. We really, really appreciate that. Thanks for bringing that up, Amy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And so, you know, you have, you have us here, so please take advantage. We love to answer your questions. If you're here and you have questions about launches, listings, whatever you got, PPC, we're here to help. And that's kind of the advantage of sticking around after these live sessions. Hey, James has a question. When you have an insert added, do you have the manufacturer added in for you? Yes, James. Yes. So what you want to do is just talk to your manufacturer about, hey, I want to put just the insert card in my product. Um, and you want to take your packaging into consideration, right? So if you have a tiny product, you know, you might want to ask them, well, hey, can you create a larger poly bag with an insert card? But keep in mind the size of your insert card. And they're just going to ask you for the design, most likely in a PDF format so that they can print it out. And they may add a few cents uh, per um, card to your cost, but it's usually very, very cost effective. Some manufacturers will even just throw it in because it's cheap for them. Um, and yeah, you just can design it. If you need help designing it, Canva works great. Uh, Canva.com. You can set your dimensions and everything. Um, I've also used uh, Publisher. So that is a really another really great tool that allows you to export to PDF and create a really great product insert. So hopefully that is helpful. But yeah, you can just contact your manufacturer and just say, yep, I want it in there. And they'll, they'll get it done for you ASAP. Yeah. And it also provides a better experience. And especially like if you're, if you're doing a product that, you know, that you don't currently, like this is what we do sometimes, is if you have a product that you, you don't currently uh, include any type of uh, instruction manual, you, like you're like, oh, this is like self-explanatory. It doesn't need an instruction manual. You'd be surprised how, um, you know, even a simple product might confuse people. So what we do a lot of times is on one side, um, if it's, you know, a semi-simple product, on one side, we will do our, um, you know, our kind of like, you know, hey, if you like this, leave a review, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, whatever your whatever spiel you're putting on the one side. Um, and then on the other side, we do like, you know, just a couple of photos. If it's like demonstrating how to use the, you know, use whatever it is that you're sending out, uh, some simple instructions, you'd be surprised how much people love getting that as well. Um, so something you can think of, you can dual use those, you can print on both sides. And uh, on the other side, you can, you can uh, utilize for like a, like a mini instruction manual. Yeah. So um, Andy has a question about inspection, but we had a couple more questions about the inserts. Like what should you include? What should you not include? So really you can include anything we talked about during the interview about how, you know, you can kind of make it personalized. I, on Sifties, I do kind of a welcome to the family. This product is, requires a little, a bit of a learning curve because it's new, but let us know if you have any problems. And I kind of give them a pictures and, and information about how to use it. And I have my customer service number on there. Um, Leron mentioned he uses a phone number and an email. Uh, those are really great things just to get, you know, customer service directed straight to you. Um, and, uh, you know, with the things not to do, do not say, if you're happy with this product, leave a review. If you're not happy, contact us because that is a clear violation of TOS. So instead use the, Hey, if there's any problems, contact us right away. We are going to take care of it. No problems at all. Right. Um, so anything else, Andy, on what not to include before I get into inspections? Well, so the, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, opinions on this. 
Um, if you're going to include a website address, which you can actually do, at least last time I checked, and once again, there's always a caveat to this because Amazon's changing so quickly. You can include an, uh, a website address. Um, however, it has to be for um, a, some type of uh, registration. So like if you have uh, you know, a good kind of way to, to get uh, you know, to get people to, um, you know, reach out to you is you say, Hey, you know, my product's got a five-year warranty, you know, go to, you know, uh, widgetco.com, you know, slash warranty and fill that out. Um, you know, and that way you can provide customer service there, but then you can also get that customer to come to the website, um, and interact with you. So that's, that's something you can do. Um, at least last I checked if, uh, like I, like I keep telling like so many people on a lot of this stuff, like everyone's so afraid to reach out to Amazon before you start any of these kinds of things, like I literally, like I told this story before, I, I sent a copy of my product insert to Amazon seller support said, Hey, this is what I'm going to include in my product. Is there anything wrong with, you know, with what I've done here? They'll tell you, they'll let you know. And then that way, if you do run into trouble, you can go back to that ticket and say, Hey, this ticket is, you know, reference the ticket, this ticket, you know, I, I sent my thing and you guys bought off on it, you know, not to say, like I said, policies change and things like that. So you just, you, you know, you definitely want to keep up on all that stuff, but, you know, reach out to Amazon before you start doing whatever you're going to do. So that way there's no, you know, there's no worry about you getting in trouble for it. Say, Hey, you know, I've heard that, uh, you know, selling Amazon products on chatbots um, uh, it is a good way to, to boost sales. Is there anything wrong with that? You know, like, in other words, you know, don't, don't be afraid to reach out to Amazon before you start something to ask them uh, how they feel about it. Yeah, especially I know that there's a lot of like chatbot services popping up lately that are like, oh, we can rank your product to page one and, you know, get all these reviews and everything. So just, you know, don't be afraid to ask these services questions. Don't just take their promises at, uh, you know, at first glance and make sure you ask them questions about how they're doing what they're doing. And, um, and, you know, if they're very, very secretive about it, if they say something like, well, we use chatbots and this, well, then that they're explaining what they're doing. But if they're like, no, we can't tell you it's completely secret. Nope. I don't think so. I'm not going with your service then, because that means that I can't verify whether or not it's going to be safe for my account. So yeah, I completely agree. We got to look it up on Amazon and see what's going on. So Andy was wondering about inspection services. So I have to tell you, um, there are so, if you go to Canton, there are so many inspection services. They're like every five seconds, somebody's walking up to you, excuse me, inspection service. Um, and the crazy thing is in China, these inspection services, most of them um, that are kind of like really cheap and, and not as well known, the, they actually get bribed by the factories to pass the inspections. So <laughs> there's a lot of like kind of weird stuff going on there, but there are some really great trusted inspection services out there. So I don't want you to be afraid. There are great inspection services. The one that we recommend is Kima, Q-I-M-A.com. You can go out to Kima and you can create an account. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free to create an account. And they are global, so they can inspect your products. They can even do a factory audit. So they can go visit your factory for you and, um, and send you videos and pictures. And it's like, it's a couple hundred bucks for them to do that. Seriously, much cheaper than a ticket to China, right? But let's say you're ready for your products to be inspected. Um, you want to make sure that whatever service you use uses AQL inspection. 
And again, you can order this right on Kima and within 24 hours, they'll reach out to your factory, make sure that they're going to be there and they will go and they will inspect your products by AQL standards and they will send you a, um, they'll send you the reports and everything and they, they put it right online on your online account. Um, so it's very easy for you to check and it's very cost effective. I think it's, um, I think it's like 300 bucks to have, have your products inspected. Um, and they know all of the product categories. So once you fill out their forms, it's not like you're going to have to figure out what should be inspected. They know they have all the right standards and everything. And they'll inspect the amount, depending on how many products you're ordering. So if you have 500 units, right, they're going to only inspect a certain percentage. But they'll go in and they'll make sure that they pull like one out of every case or whatever the percentage is. But that's what I highly recommend is just make sure that you're doing your due diligence and whatever inspection company you choose, that you make sure you look them up and make sure they have decent reviews and everything. Like I said, I trust Kima. They're a good company. And, um, and what they do with bribes is we actually we had them as a guest at our uh, Canton Fair experience. And uh, what they do with bribes is uh, they actually, uh, their inspectors report it and they pay their inspectors that bribe. Whatever the factory offered them, they pay their inspectors because that way they don't have to worry about that and they can count on them reporting it. So um, that's kind of what... What I have to say about inspection, and um, it's definitely worth doing because it can save you a lot of money. Uh, what you want to avoid is the 100% inspection. If you do a 100% inspection, it's going to take your inspector longer than eight hours to do, and you're paying for those inspection days. And if they find products that do not pass inspection, those get thrown away. Uh, so then you're out a bunch of products and um, the inspection is just not as effective because, you know, imagine if you're an inspector and you got to go in there and inspect, you know, 800 units one by one. So I just recommend that you go by their standards and, um, and they're very effective at that. So hopefully that's helpful. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. That's good stuff. Um, so Amy, next week, uh, I believe, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure you are on the schedule. Yep. You're the you're the the guest of honor next week. Um, give, give everybody a little teaser of like what what you're going to cover, kind of uh, what your experience was like um, for uh, next week talking about Canton Fair. Oh my gosh, you guys! It was so incredible. I uh, I had so much fun there. I saw so many things that I had been looking for or that I was excited about, um, and just learned so much about China, about, you know, sourcing in China, about navigating and just kind of remove the fear. So my goal, uh, in kind of talking about it next week with, with our audience is just to remove the fear of going to China. It seems so far. <laughs> it seems like, Oh my gosh, you know, I could never do that. But, uh, but I want to remove the fear and I want to tell you all about it and just kind of give you a good picture of, what the Canton Fair is all about. We also visited some other markets. We visited Iwu. Uh, we visited um, some of the external markets that are right there in, uh, in Guangzhou. So I'd uh, love to tell you guys about that. So excited about it. And, um, and yeah, it's just, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. So I can't, I can't wait to, to just tell you guys all about it. Okay, so, so next week we're going to leave them with a cliffhanger. What kind of toilet did your hotel have? Did it have the American-style toilet or did it have the Chinese-style toilet? And we're not going to tell you. You're going to have to tune in next week to, 
to find out which one it was. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if there's no more questions, uh, doesn't look like there are. We want to thank you guys once again for joining us. And uh, yeah, we do this every week, and I, and I sort of hate to do it because I don't want to sound like a like a parrot. But we really, really appreciate. Um, you know, if you guys help spread the word on on uh, iTunes, whatever platform you're on, if you can leave a quick star review and, and a uh, you know a rating and a, and a review, we'd really appreciate it. Um, we I, I actually looked at uh, I, we were joking before we started this that uh, I've been kind of like uh, you know checking the the uh, iTunes stats like crazy um, just because we're super excited that that the podcast has grown so quickly. Um, but it, it's, it's funny to me cause I'm, I'm going on there and I, I totally add the Amazon mentality cause we have a couple of like lower reviews. I'm like, which competitors after us? Somebody, <laughs> somebody's trying to get us. I know somebody, I know one of our, co- our competing podcasts is trying to get us who's doing it. Um, so yeah, pretty funny. But anyway, uh, we really appreciate it if you guys do that. Um, if not, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody. All right, guys, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at SellerRoundTable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.